Ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. Good afternoon, and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. Um, Passive J, that's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. It is Friday, May the 22nd, and we are officially in a holiday weekend. Woohoo! That is right, fellas. We're holiday weekend ahoy. I see the uh, OG Army is forming up in the chat box. Always happy to see you guys. Uh, how'd your day go, Ryan? Uh, not too bad. Uh, cut all my folks out at like noon, and then something crazy popped up that actually made me work until about three o'clock. So at least it wasn't until like five thirty, like it's been all week. So I, I, I think we're good. Right on, right on, right on. Yep, uh, regular day for me. Uh, actually, took care of a lot of stuff. Been fairly busy, uh, but uh, all things said and done, probably a good day. I call it. Uh, you got anything you want to talk about before we start hitting topics? You know, I have almost nothing. Um, one thing I do have, however, at some point, everybody go check out the YouTube feed for this one. Uh, we've kind of upped the aesthetic a little bit. Uh, so there's some fun spacers around the Podbean chat. Excellent. Yeah, I saw that. It's pretty cool. You guys really need to check it out. I was super duper impressed, especially on uh, the short notice that you had it done. And of course, you know, I, I drew this myself, obviously. Right, right. Clearly, we're very artistic. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Uh, you, well, you I'm very artistic. You're very autistic, so it works. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was really impressed. You even got the little tattoos under my shoulders, right? Which is, you know, I like the attention to detail. Uh, let's yeah, see. it's, a, it's amazing what you know. Ten bucks will get you on Fiverr. Oh, that that weird website. <laughs> I can't believe people hadn't heard of it. Like, it's the greatest site ever for random impulse decisions that only cost you five bucks. Right, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. We as uh, requested, I did the uh, oh, a thread on the OG uh, for my Fiverr account, and it went about as well as expected, <laughs> which was not well at all. Uh, but that's kind of what we were hoping for at this point. We knew it was going to be a troll thread as soon as I posted it, which wasn't my intention. My intention was just to amuse some people. Uh, but you know, of course, the most of the OG is going to take it the wrong way. But and well, in that Jay, case, that's are... kind of what I expect. Who are the OG punching bag? Like, literally, if we got Tenor to start a fiver where he just says winning for five bucks, like, they would probably be all over it. Right, exactly. You know, I, I can't win for losing. Uh, I thought it was amusing that uh, you, you saw my post uh, about the downvotes. You know, uh, people downvote me. Oh, Jay's lazy. He, you know, he doesn't want to work. Downvote him. Oh, shit. Jay made a thread about getting some work. Downthroat him. <laughs> downvote him you know i can't win for losing. downthroat him are you're thinking <laughs> yeah. about steve again aren't you <laughs> no no <laughs> but what are you gonna do i don't let him get me down i had to bail out of the thread though after a certain point uh you know i don't mind you know most of the jokes and stuff like that but once it gets really negative i just leave the thread i don't need that in my life so if you guys if anything funny happens after that point you guys have to let me know because i'm not going back in there well i don't think people actually understand that like this actually is something that could be productive and actually getting you other work like you have to build a portfolio for these things this right, is a right. good place to do it like basically right. they think you're trying to scam people out of five bucks it's like no you're actually doing something for people that would cost them far more than five bucks if this site wasn't around 
Right, exactly. They're like, oh, look, Jay's trying to trick people and they give them five dollars to, to say stupid shit. I'm like, no, the thread's supposed to amuse people. I didn't honestly expect someone to throw money at me to say stupid, stupid shit. Um, it was supposed to be a, a funny thing. Uh, but as I mentioned, they didn't take it that way, which is whatever. Uh, I'm not that upset about it. I kind of figured that's how it was going to go in the first place, which is why I was kind of reluctant to do the thread. But but I told you guys I would, and I did. Uh, interestingly enough, most of the activity I'm getting on uh, Fiverr so far is from scammers. Oh, are there scammers on there? Really? Oh, oh yeah, certainly. That's the very first thing that, that popped up. All my messages have been from scammers. Uh, they all want they all want to talk to me about a long term project and want me to click on uh, various files or YouTube pages or this and the other. Um, so uh, the 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 one thing that I did click on uh, basically, and I'm assuming they're all variations of this this kind of scam. It had nothing to do with voiceover work or anything like that. The guy wanted to pay me 150 dollars to remotely use my uh, computer to use a different account that he was banned from and yada 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 i'm like yeah no thanks buddy uh i'm, I'm assuming there's probably a bazillion different scams out there uh with people just basically trying to get you to uh, agree to various things which doesn't surprise me any every website like that uh, is like that um so that one uh, that one actually sounds like the uh indian tech support scam where they'll get you to remote in using like a team viewer or something like that and what they'll do is they'll end up locking down your machine and then you end up having to pay like 500 bucks to get it unlocked. Right. And they had various resources. Oh, there's nothing to worry about. You'll be able to see what I'm doing the entire time. So yeah, you you like, well, yeah, but I won't be able to stop you from doing it. <laughs> so, so once I give you control of my computer, I'll be able to see you fuck me over. That's very reassuring. So speaking uh, of, uh, when we covered this before, like YouTube rabbit holes, uh, there's a guy that messes with these scammers. Uh, basically what he does, is he just pulls up and he, just uses a virtual machine and then he plays absolutely dumb as far as the process goes. And like nine times out of 10, what he'll end up doing is getting the scammer to end up accidentally giving him access to their machine. So he will like delete everything off the machine that like throw a password on the syskey, like all sorts of crazy stuff. And it's, it's one of those things. It's just it's hilarious to to hear them just melt down. <laughs> yeah, because you know, for us, it's an annoying a person trying to bother us and take our money. For them, it's how they make their living. So when you fuck with someone's living, it gets serious really fucking quick. Well, it's a shitty way to make a living by you know scamming oh, people. So. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I'm not. I, I will disagree. give that, I will give that guy a thumbs up on any video I ever see of him, just because like yeah, he's. He's fighting for good. He is the <laughs> Mel Gibson of Indian scammers. <laughs> Thank God for Mel looking out for us. Uh, so, <laughs> and as we mentioned, the Memorial Day weekend is coming up. And you know what that means, Ryan? What's that? That means you're going to get a bazillion different Facebook posts reminding you about what this weekend's really about. And don't you forget it, Ryan. I will make my normal like Twitter post generally on Memorial Day. Obviously talking about like what it's actually about, not like the preachy like this is what it's really about, but like the actual kind of like thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that which is perfectly fine. Uh don't fill up my Facebook feed trying to make me feel guilty cuz I want to have a, a barbecue on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it always ends up being, you know. You guys while you're barbecuing and going to the beach, you know, remember what this is really all about. Well, of course we remember what it's really all about. It's Memorial Day. That's the name of the fucking thing. We know what the holiday's about. Don't try to make me feel like shit cuz I want to have fun too. 
Yeah, really the only thing you do for Memorial Day, right? Like, obviously, be aware of what it really is for. If you know any veterans, like, you know, say your thanks, but don't go too deep on it. Cause like, it's not a fun day for them. Just right, don't exactly. be a dick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that just always annoyed me because it's every year, the same thing over and over again. And it's normally the same self-righteous people that have a bazillion different causes. And every 10 it's minutes, the same a different one. Facebook idiots that on every fucking father's day, make the stupid post of like, well, this is also celebration for all the single mothers out there. But if you look on mother's day, they don't say a damn thing about single fathers. So they could <laughs> all rot in hell. Right. Exactly. Uh, you know, they always want to have some justification, um, related to that. I was talking with someone about that kind of thing the other day. And I was, I said, it's amazed how much people want to be offended. It's the newest thing. Uh, people want to be offended. It's more fun than anything else for some people, you know, and so they go through their life looking for something to be offended by. And of course, you know, being that life sucks and it's full of assholes, it's easy to find. Uh, but I can't believe people want to live like that, constantly angry and upset about something someone did that they looked, went out of the way to go find. Well, they're, they're next level attention horse. Like, so there's a level of attention whoring that you're at. Like, it's relatively good-natured. You're like, hey, look at me. I did something wacky. And then once those people no longer can get any attention for doing random attention hoary things, that's when they graduate to, like, selectively looking for outrage so they can, you know, play their pity party or, you know, have their outrage and someone can go like, hey, I'm with you, brother. And then that's really all they want. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, you know, they want look how righteous I am about this. And I think it was the uh, that poor uh, reality TV celebrity lady that accidentally swore, uh, sang the N word while she was singing a rap song. And uh, all the people that were super duper offended by that. Well, you're clearly racist because you sang along to a song. And come on, I mean, obviously she probably should have had more wherewithal about what she was saying, but I've did the exact same thing. Um, it's really easy to do when you're singing along to a song, especially if it's not one that you're really familiar with. Uh, at least in my case, I was just reading lyrics. Um, but so put and, it this way, like I'm a big rap fan and like, I'm sure I've messed up and dropped quite a few N words singing along with things. But if you want to call me racist from that, like you also have to look at the fact of how many damn albums and CDs and concerts have I paid to these black people and promoted their music. These black people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. I mean, I always thought that was rather amusing. I don't think I've ever been accused seriously of being a racist. Um, mostly because I don't really give a shit about race. There's so many, so many reasons to not like people. Don't why bother of color, right? Well, except <laughs> I mean, the Georgians, right? Except for the Georgians. I am against the Georgians, uh, the country, not the state. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, racism in general is just kind of silly. As I mentioned, you know, uh, skin color has nothing to do with anybody's uh, personality. Uh, the way they're raised has quite a bit. I tell people that I'm not racist. I am kind of uh, classist, though. I really don't like ghetto poor people. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, regular poor people, poor people are fine. I am regular poor people. Uh, but that entire ghetto... Um, uh, but so as long as you did yeah, that right, so there's there's two things, right? There's like, so there's the very urban, like ghetto poor. Mm -hmm. There's also the very redneck mm -hmm. poor. They're on the same level. They are. They're exactly. Make sure that mm -hmm. 
that's exactly the same thing. They are exactly the same thing. Uh, the only difference is what the environment that they're raised in. Um, that's what I'm talking about. The type of people that are raised in such an environment where they don't have any moral values that are aligned with mine. They don't, they, you know, the kind of out for anything will steal whatever they can, you know, just out for themselves. And which are, don't get me wrong. In some ways, I can understand if you're raised in a shitty environment where you never had anything and anything that you ever got, you pretty much had to take. I totally understand how you end up like that. I certainly don't want to associate with it, though. Yeah, I'm that way with white people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, and the and the entire redneck messed up, messed up, <laughs> intentionally speaking that way. Um, society is just as bad, if not worse, in some ways. Like I said, uh, low class doesn't have a color. No, but uh, they definitely have a lot of deep-seated mental issues and general drug problems. Yeah, yeah, and that's what it always cracks me up. Oh, you know, it's a race thing. It's like, man, I can, I can introduce you to a white guy from Pontiac that is just as ghetto and fucking low class as all the stereotypes that you're thinking of. Yeah, <laughs> and it's got nothing to do with the color of his skin. It was how he was raised. So that your people are a product of their environment, not their racial background. Exactly. Whether you're white, black, Mexican, whatever, if you've appeared on Jerry Springer, I'm probably not going to get along with you. <laughs> yeah, pro exactly. Man, my wife loves that show so fucking much. Uh, she watches it twice a day, 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. now that you know, we're not working. And I don't know why she likes it so much. I think it's her her little tr uh, one hour of feeling better about herself. Because <laughs> no matter because we are fairly white trash. Let's not be, uh, you know, let, let's Is be she honest here. But uh, we're not a, that white trash. Is she a professional wrestling fan? No, uh, -uh. Not, not that, that I'm aware it's of. Literally the same thing. Like both are scripted. Yeah, yeah. Of course it is. Um, but no, she enjoys it because she knows that for everything on there, there's a little grain of truth. Because you know, these people go on there, you know, to tell their stories on tell their story on Jerry, and they normally have these problems. They just exaggerate them for the show. So well, no, they they get pretty much completely scripted. So yeah, it's a little kernel of truth. Uh, so honestly, I actually know someone that was on Jerry Springer and this is, God, this is more than a decade ago. And it was like, they pretty much went through a casting thing where they responded to like one of the ads. And it was just one of those things. Like it was a general, like may have been some relationship issue or something. Right. And they get there and they're literally walked through like, okay, no, this is the situation that you guys are going to play out. And like at this time you need to fight it's just, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just a, a drama is really what it is. It's a scripted TV show. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, but it, it serves its purpose, which is to make people feel better about their life and their relationships. Okay. So that's the purpose that has with my wife. Cause she's like, oh, wow. My relationship with my husband's pretty strong. We got a good thing going here. Look at these fucking assholes. <laughs> so, so yeah, I don't mind exactly, watching that's, it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I just made the analogy to professional wrestling, right? Like it's, it's scripted. But yes, there's the kernel of truth that half these people are very much redneck or idiots or whatever. It's just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the actual story isn't something that has really any real basis in reality. Right. And you know what? That's that's basically the type of show she likes. Uh, she'll watch that. Then she'll watch like two or three of those courtroom shows uh, like Divorce Court, People's Court, this, that and the other. And all those are the same thing. Uh, everything has a grain of truth to it. Although I think the court ones are a little bit closer to real. 
um, because, you know, they claim, oh, these people had court cases. They agreed to drop your case and have it settled here on the people's court. So there's probably a little bit of uh, reality going on with that. But it's still mostly low-class people uh, suing each other over ridiculous shit. Um, and the show is mostly about the judge telling both sides that they're idiots. Uh, so I imagine it's not real, real, obviously. Yeah, those shows. Like, I, I could never get into any of that, but I guess I can see you know, why some people would watch it as an escape. Yeah, exactly right. And she'll normally watch a couple hours of that and then move over to Hulu or Netflix or HBO or something and watch some movies. So, you know, when she's not doing other stuff, she's been pretty active around in the yard, digging new flower beds and shit like that past week or so. But so speaking know, of like Hulu and Amazon and stuff like that, I finally mm-hmm. did get around to start watching the last or the most recent season of Bosch. Mm-hmm. And God damn, if Tenor would have just told me that like one of the subplots of this thing were sovereign citizens I would have binged that bitch in like a day. <laughs> uh, shit. Boy, that is a unique type of person, isn't it? Someone who Those just, are the just... most hilarious people ever. Yeah. They're, they're like, I swear, you know, then it, it comes back to my dislike of people that think that they're better than everybody else. And that's basically what sovereign citizens are. They're people that think they've figured something out that no one else has that gives them the right to, you know, live their life above laws. Cause you know, they're a sovereign citizen, despite the fact that if they did fucking three seconds worth of research, they'd find out that they can't do all that shit and they're going to jail. What stops a person from what stop makes a person stop their research halfway through? Cause seriously, they had to look up sovereign citizen and to be able to quote all these stupid shit to the cops that you see them doing, but they never take another five minutes worth of research to find out that it's all wrong. Ask the anti-vaxxers. That's really what the sovereign citizens are, is like a less a less dangerous version of an anti-vaxxer. Well, yeah, at least at least everybody like, else they just, themselves yeah, they're fairly just, dangerous. <laughs> yeah, they just looked into something and were like, oh, I can get out of paying taxes or obeying traffic laws. Whereas the anti-vaxxer looked up something and thought vaccines are evil and cause autism. Right, right, exactly. It's like, dude, you didn't take five more minutes? Just five more minutes. Google's fucking awesome. Do you do you know how many arguments I win with Google? Um, and I'm not talking with like people in person. I win arguments all the time with people on the fucking internet with Google, which means they can do the exact same thing I'm doing. <laughs> and I win the arguments all the time because people are too fucking stupid and lazy to do two fucking seconds worth of research. It's, it's, it's pitiful. Really? I'm often frustrated with how little I've done with my life. When I look at the fucking competition, you know, <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, I should be doing way better. Cause these people are fucking stupid. Well, there is something to be said for the sheer amount of information that's out there at everyone's fingertips mm-hmm. is virtually any dumb idea you get, you can back up with confirmation bias of searching just for that. And there's going to be at least another idiot out there somewhere that you can cite as a basis for your idiotic argument. Right, right, exactly. And that's what most people don't understand is that you have to be more thorough in your research than that. I've encountered that over and over again while I was doing that uh, research for my diet because, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll Google is such and such okay and I'll find something and say, oh, yeah, that's perfectly okay. I don't stop there. I read three or four more articles. That's why I've mentioned that this entire diet thing is rather frustrating because a lot of people disagree with each other because it turns out it's a pretty personal thing and, and what people – 
uh, what bothers some people won't bother other people. And basically, if you want to be really sure, you have to go back to a study that this university did about the actual ingredients of this shit. And that's the only real source. And all these fucking dozens and dozens and dozens of other articles are all, all opinion, really. And you can find yeah, those, yep. mm-hmm. those good old fashioned university studies. Uh, university, you know what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> uh, it was you know like an actual study using chemicals and stuff like that from the University of California or some place like that. Uh, they, did, they did a real study as opposed to this person saying, "Oh yeah, I eat that all the time and it doesn't bother me." IBS, so obviously it's good for IBS. Then someone else goes, "Dude, I ate that shit and it fucked me up." Uh, so, like you're right, you can find something to agree uh, with whatever you want if you uh, try hard enough or don't try as the case may be. Well, we saw it all the time with all this COVID stuff when we actually had like an actual doctor in the threads and you have people basically telling him that he's full of shit because they did a Google search. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. That's one of my, one of my favorite things I saw recently. Uh, uh, Stephen King posted about the COVID-19 thing. And he was like, uh, and this is early into it when he was trying to reassure, reassure people not to panic. Yeah, he, he posted, uh, COVID-19 is not like the disease in the stand. Uh, it is not nearly as contagious nor fatal. Uh, take prop, take precautions and don't panic. And, and and someone posted underneath them, dude, did you even read the fucking book? Uh, it ha- I, I it almost has to, I, at first I thought it had to be like bullshit, but then I saw that his original post had been, cause you know, who would follow Stephen King and not know that he wrote the stand. But then I realized Stephen King's uh, quote had been retweeted about 4,000 times. So obviously some idiot that had no clue who Stephen King really fucking was, <laughs> uh, um, you know, wanted to lip off him like that, but realizing he obviously knew what the fuck he was talking about. And you see that all the time. People are like, oh, you're wrong. Well, it turns out he's not wrong. Well, Twitter is just stupid anyway. Like there's uh you'll see this all the time in sports is a team will come out and like uh, announce like a contractor signing or, you know, announce that they've cut someone. And one of the first replies on Twitter will be like source. <laughs> then the team will be like us. The employer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, like uh, one of my favorite things is watching people uh, argue. If, I'm going to say his name wrong, wrong. Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think is how it's said. Uh, he's DeGrasse. that. Uh, DeGrasse, yeah. Uh, Tyson. He's yeah, DeGrasse the, uh, was a Canadian TV show at Drake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, obviously the guy's a smart fellow. He's a physicist and all that good stuff. And you'll see people argue with him about stuff. That's obviously his forte all the time on Twitter. You're like, dude, if he doesn't know, who do you think does? Uh, unfortunately people like that are normally, uh, arguing with him on religious things or things like that. You know, it's like, uh, you know, he's like, God, God created the world 5,000 years ago. And he'll, he'll say stuff like, well, uh, I cannot argue with you on whether God created the world 5,000, created the world or not, but I can pretty much prove that it wasn't 5,000 year, years ago. Yeah. And he's very, and he's pretty polite and, you know, really, uh, articulates his ideals really well. And people still, oh no, you're wrong. It's like, well, dude, you know, facts are facts. You can have your own opinion, but a fact is still a fact. Uh, that's one of his favorite sayings is, you know, nice thing about science is it's true whether you believe in it or not. Very good point. Yep. 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 Anyways, I guess people are probably get tired of this bitch about people on the internet. <laughs> uh, let's see what I got for topics. Um, oh, did you see uh, Peter Dinklage and Jason Momoa are going to have a buddy movie? Uh, that sounds kind of shitty. 
Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Well, is the, it just, the is it like is so in the movie is Peter Dinklage like Momoa's you know captive butler? <laughs> no, no, no. It, butlers are always cool. Yeah, no, that's probably a better better idea, but it might go good. Uh, Peter Dinklage is playing Van Helsing, he, the vampire hunter. I'm not sure if that's his actual name. That's what they refer to him as. But then again, the article sometimes doesn't go into depth not depth enough. Jason Momoa is going to play a vampire that has sworn off killing, and their buddies who go from town to town and run a confidence game on people to you know uh, to scam money out of them. Where Jason Momoa will play to be a fearsome vampire that's going to kill everyone, and Peter Dinklage will sweep in and save everybody for a fee. Um, and the movie goes from like them getting too popular and too successful and like real people start shooting after bounties after them and yada, yada, but it's basically a buddy movie, um, which not a horrible concept of who knows what it'll do well or not. Uh, but it is a long, it is the, the latest in a long, long, long line of buddy movies. Uh, it's That's, pretty, mm-hmm. that sounds God awful. Yeah, it probably will be. You know how it is. Nine, nine times out of ten, when you throw a supernatural and, and comedy into the uh, same mix, it doesn't turn out well. There's very few uh, supernatural comedies that work well. Yeah, but you never know. They're movie. Both... Give me, give me a Mel Gibson, you know, hurricane movie, preferably shot in Puerto Rico. <laughs> but the the concept of the buddy movie is not a uh, new thing in, at all there's been plenty of good ones uh do you think of any good buddy movies that you've enjoyed over the years no nope, they're all terrible no 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 not when i, I guess you're not thinking of the same thing as i am name, when i say a buddy three movie. good ones uh lethal weapon um oh, shit what lethal weapon shit no, i'm Come talking on. with you <laughs> weapon was great yeah, that's a. I consider that a buddy movie. Uh, the one where uh, Danny DeVito and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger were brothers. Uh, that I consider no, that, that like a buddy. Shit. That yeah, was shit. Yeah, really. I, I thought that was funny. Um, let's see. And a third buddy movie, um, the Tango and Cash. Yeah, I. It's, when was that? In like the seventies. Other than the nineties. Okay. So that might've been a little before your time. It was a decent movie though, but there's been plenty of buddy movies, like pretty much any of the cop movies, uh, like, uh, bad boys. That's a good uh, example of a buddy movie. Uh, so that being the case, I'm sure you've seen a couple that you enjoy. Screw that. Give me fast and furious 37. <laughs> God, you know, the first movie was not bad. It was a little silly, like the special effects of it zooming through the car and seeing the pistons and the spark and all that stuff. I could have did without that, but I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, it it was overblown, but there is 100% a car culture like that, uh, with people modifying their cars and racing and, you know, some, and, and high stakes shit like that. But after that, I. I I stopped watching them. I, I don't think I've seen any of them past the first one and bits of like uh, two or three of the other ones. I've ha- I haven't seen one of them, another one since the first one all the way through. Well then, sir, you are a traitor. <laughs> are you a fan of them? If there is a Fast and Furious movie, I will watch it. I may not necessarily <laughs> enjoy it, but I will watch it. God damn it. As a red-blooded American, I will watch the yearly Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> See, that, that's how I feel about superhero movies, uh, especially DC ones. I will watch that motherfucker. Uh, if it's a DC one, I'm probably not going to like it. Most of them aren't that great, but I still watch all the fuckers. Uh, speaking of uh, superhero movies, did you see uh, the the trailer for the new movie Tenant coming out? 
No, I have no idea what that's about. Before, but before you go into that, uh-huh. I have sworn off DC movies. Oh, like, yeah. I will not watch another one of those steaming piles of leaky shit. Hmm. See, I'm surprised that you were that down on Wonder Woman. Don't get me wrong. I consider that like a six or a seven as far as movies go. But as far as DC movies go, it's by far the best thing they've ever made. Yeah, but that's like finding, you know, like an Alabama 10. And then you go to California and she's a three and a half. Like, it still doesn't make it acceptable that you let her, you know, blow you in the back of a Buick. <laughs> oh, Tanner just mentioned one of my favorite shows, uh, movies, uh, buddy movies. It's called Men at Work with Charlie Sheen and Emilio, Emilio Estevez. Have you ever seen that one? No, that sounds like another like early mid 90s type of movie. Oh, yeah. And at least they actually are brothers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so crazy. They don't look anything alike either. Um, yeah, that was a movie where they played Garbage Men, and I've seen it so long ago, I can't remember anything else about the movie other than that. But I remember I liked it. Wow, sounds super memorable. Yeah. <laughs> but the movie Tenant, uh, it's uh, by Christopher Nolan So and a couple other big people. Um I don't know if you're in the movies enough to know like producers and directors names and shit like that. Gonna... Well, Nolan, he was the, he did the good DC movies, right? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, do, 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 do. Let me get the, pull up the Wikipedia on it. Uh, yeah. The director is Christopher Nolan. Uh, and do, do, do. Oh, it's written and directed by him. So it should be interesting. Uh, and I think it's some of the people associated with, uh, that other crazy movie. Um, What's the one that where other they, crazy movie that's the a other, lot of help. The, the one where they, uh, I think, God, what's his fucking name played in it? Uh, Debbie does uh, Dallas Le- again. Leonardo DiCaprio inception. I think it was called. Inception was fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, it looks a lot like that. Uh, it's a guy that somehow or another has the superpower. And I'm not sure if I understand it all correctly, but it seems like he can reverse time. Like they like they show it scenes of of like time moving backwards to like uh, undo car accidents and shit like that. Um, and obviously the trailer doesn't give you a lot to work with, but it's definitely got that Inception crazy you know uh, off the wall concept thing going. And considering who's involved with it, despite the wacky concept, it'll probably be a really good movie. I bet you uh, by the end of the year, it's one of those movies that ends up being a big success. And supposedly it's still coming out in July. Interesting. Yeah, someone I'll said. I'll have to take a look. I'll have to see what the the you know trailer is. Like, yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah, like it sounds like it, it could either be interesting or a complete pile of shit. Right, right. Well, whenever you have a a company that's not Marvel or DC take a shot at the superhero superpower thing, uh, it often comes off weird. Um, like M Night Shyamalan's deal with his, the Bruce Willis series of uh uh you know superhero movies was kind of odd like uh the first one with him unbreakable i think it was called or unbreakable unbreakable was good yeah that was it was a good movie glass was, was shit yeah i didn't see that one and uh, i didn't see class and supposedly there's one with uh, uh james mcavoy that was supposed to be pretty good but i haven't seen that one yet either i've seen uh, bits and pieces of that like I, I don't remember what the character he plays but it's like a a split personality character and one of them is like basically like this kind of beast or something. And it's, I mean, it's probably halfway decent given that that kid's a a pretty decent actor, but yeah, I never actually sat down and watched the whole thing. All right. Well, uh, speaking of non Marvel, uh, 
superhero movies, uh, and since we're on the topic uh, with James McAvoy, what did you think of the X-Men movies? Because they're not the Marvel Universe, but they're still Marvel characters. And they're one of the only series that's managed to be at least moderately successful, although they've had some really big, big stinkers in between their successes. So, like, the reboot of the X-Men have been kind of interesting. Like, uh, yeah, like Days of Future Past and stuff like that, right? With, yeah, that was uh, good. How, what's the fucking actor's name? Fassbender? Yeah, Michael Fassbender, yeah. did Mag- Magneto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, those two playing Xavier and Magneto were pretty good. Like, a lot of the other ones, just kind of shit. Like, I, I still don't think a movie has gotten Wolverine right. Like, I think we all think of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but he's still not, like, really what Wolverine's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. I think they made the he made the best of what he could with what they gave him. Uh, and he and I give the guy credit. He put a lot of effort. Because if you look at him in the first X-Men movie and then look at him at the last X-Men movie, he clearly put in a fucking lot of work. Uh, yeah, he, you know, um, I guess he, that's one of the reasons why he said he's not really interested in doing any more uh, Wolverine movies because he's getting tired of eating nothing but fucking uh, chicken breast for the last 15 years. Um, and for me, the first two movies were good. The first one was decent. The second one was better. The third one sucked. Uh, then, then the cycle uh, repeated. Uh, X Men First Class, the first one of like the other, the reboot kind of soft reboot thing was good. The second one, uh, Days of Future Past, was way better. And the third one pretty much sucked. Uh, X Men Apocalypse. And then the the new one that they made after that, I didn't even bother to watch the fucker. Um, and it's sad because that's such a great franchise uh, with so many to- stories to tell, and they've only barely done an adequate job at it. Yeah, I never really got into those. Back to Wolverine, though, like they should have cast like a a prime Sean Shirk. Oh yeah, there you go. MMA, like, yeah, like yeah. he would have been the perfect fucking Wolverine. Right, exactly. It, it's really hard to find somebody with that kind of his physique with any kind of acting ability. I imagine. Because, you know, uh, Wolverine should be super duper short. We're talking like 5'4", five, 5'6", five, is like the tallest that you really want him. Um, and, but, but still, you know, maxing out at like a 200 pounds or some shit like that. Just a big fucking, you know, fire plug of a man. But it's, you don't even need him to act that well. Like, I mean, I get it. Hugh Jackman is supposedly like a pretty good actor, I guess. But like, it's a superhero movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess that's true. Um, that's why it was ironic when they threw like Ben Affleck in for the Batman movies because he's a really, really good actor. He doesn't get nearly enough credit for that. Uh, but you don't really need a really good actor for that. You just need someone that looks good as Bruce Wayne and is big enough to be believable as Batman. I mean, he feel, fulfilled the role for that, but his talents are mostly wasted in that movie. Yeah, I think this is just your irrational love for Kevin Smith and him liking Ben Affleck shining through because like, Affleck's not a great actor. Really? I don't I think you've uh uh he's won like fucking awards and shit for that. Let's take a look. Uh, although most people some people think he's a way better director than he is an actual actor. Yeah, I, I no, it's Ben Affleck. Like it's and no. He's one exactly tenor, he's no Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, kid. man, isn't that amazing? Uh how often does that happen? Just two buddies that both grow up to have amazing acting careers. I'll take rounders over any Ben Affleck movie ever. <laughs> uh, to do, to do. 
Well, you know, he's won the Golden Globe and the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. Yeah, that has nothing to do with being an actor. As an actor, he's received a Golden Globe nomination for his performance in Hollywoodland. The film Argo, which he directed, co-produced, and starred, won him the Golden Globe Award, the BAFTA Award, and the Directors Guild Award for Best Director. Uh, okay, so, so again, that's going... not being an actor, yeah. <laughs> okay, so he's been nominated for a couple of things, but uh, he's only one shit for being a director. Um, yeah, still, you know regardless. how much being nominated matters? Uh, well, it's nice. it looks good on your resume. You're not first or <laughs> last. Shake and bake. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i hated that fucking movie the first time i watched it but the second time it kind of grew on me i've never I, I i resisted being a will ferrell fan for fucking ever i thought he was silly uh but he's grown on me over the years where i finally accepted that he's funny Aladega nights is a goddamn national treasure <laughs> you know the one i watched recently that really got to me was Step Brothers, because Step Brothers <laughs> is amazing too yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't want to like this. This is dumb. This is dumb. Okay, that's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> By the end of it, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, so yeah, I gave in. Sometimes you just got to give in to the dumb humor and just enjoy it. Exactly. Will Ferrell is great, except I think I heard this latest movie was absolute garbage. But you know, can't win <laughs> them all. Yeah. Oh my. Well, I have an interesting problem. Uh, I've got to poop. <laughs> now I'm fine though. We'll be, we'll, I can make it another 40 minutes, but I do got a doozy of a Tuesday brewing. <laughs> yeah, we, we didn't need to hear that. Yes, you did. I think it was, I think it was came from sitting in a hot tub. Normally I get in the hot tub right after my workout, but I had a lot of shit to do this morning. So I was not able to hop in the hot tub until right around five o'clock and sa- sat in there and soaked for about 20, 25 minutes. And, uh, I think that's uh, got the old uh, machinery going. <laughs> but anyways, let's move on to our next topic. No one wants to hear about my digestive system for at least one day. Uh, that and see. a real man would have just shit in silence. Goddamn right. <laughs> so one of the topics I've seen going on the OG lately uh, was uh, they've been talking about dogs and whether it's better to get a dog from a breeder or from like a, a rescue. And I know that's one of the few things we have in common. And we're both fan of dogs. Uh, we love our puppies. Where did you get yours from? Both of mine are rescues. Yeah. Yeah. So is that how, you, is that how you feel about uh, in general or is that just how it worked out for you in this case? No, I, I always rescue any sort of pet. And, and part of it is like part of it's selfish in the fact that generally you have less health issues in mutts because those breeders, there ends up being so much inbreeding in those lines in order to keep them purebred that like they develop all of these goddamn issues. And I'm sorry, like I, I love animals, but towards the end of life, I don't want to be spending, you know, 20 grand on a dog. No, I can understand that. And that, that is often the case uh, with breeders, uh, which is why like really good ones that, you know, are making sure to avoid those problems are so fucking expensive. So if like, if you spend $800 on a purebred dog, nowadays you're getting a shitty dog. You're probably going to have major health problems with them. And as sad as it is to get a purebred dog, that's probably not going to have health problems. You're spending thousands and thousands of dollars, like two, three, $4,000. It's not you know, uncommon in the least bit. And occasionally you'll still get a shitty dog with health problems, but that's the only way to at least have a fair chance that you're not. Uh, well, of it's course. just the, the breed itself. Like there's so much inbreeding to keep it that way. Just think of us as people, right? Like we're all becoming kind of this, you know, half breed mess anyway. 
Huh. Like it's the same thing with dogs. Like mm-hmm. may as well just accept it and take, you know, the traits that kind of bred themselves out over generations of mutts that have made them the most healthy. Yep. Yep. And I also understand if you're buying a dog for a purpose, like a work environment thing, like you need a guard dog or you need a hunting dog or you need a guide dog, one of those type of things. I realize that there are breeds out there that are bred for that and are specialized for that. And their inst- instincts are honed toward that. In those cases, I also understand going to get a purebred. Um, on the other hand, I can understand why you wouldn't want to get a rescue. Um, especially once we're talking non-puppies. If you want a puppy there's not, and you're not going to a rescue, you're kind of dumb because, you know, there's just like any other dog. Once they get older, it can be issues. Uh, lots of times they those dogs who were abandoned because they had problems with them. Uh, it might have been a poor owner. Occasionally, it's just a weirdo dog. Um, and not everybody wants to deal with that sort of thing. Um, I've got fairly lucky. I've got both cases. Uh, I've got a as you guys know, a pit bull chihuahua mix, uh, that I was technically from a breeder. Uh, it was a lady that just, you know, had a litter somehow or another, her, uh, chihuahua managed to knock up a pit bull. Um, and she thought it'd be interesting to, um, breed one of the half pit bull, half chihuahua dogs with, uh, another purebred chihuahua. And they ended up being cute puppies and she was, and she was selling them for 350 bucks each. I thought that was way too much to pay for a fucking mixed breed dog, but it was a cute puppy and it's what my wife wanted. And so I was like, well, okay. But, and especially since I started looking around and that's about how much it costs from a rescue nowadays, two fifty, three hundred $300. Uh, so that being the case, I didn't see that big of a deal paying for one. And she's a great dog, zero problems, uh, really good personality. On the other hand, we might have health problems with her later on because I don't think you really should be breeding a chihuahua and a pit bull. She's this little stocky fire plug of her dog with these little tiny legs. Her legs are not nearly long enough for the proportions of her body and it gives her problems. She has trouble getting up and down things and we have to put ramps and steps and things like that up. Uh, and she's a fast little dog, but you can tell God did not intend dogs to be made that way. <laughs> um, our other dog is a rescue. We, uh, she's a purebred chihuahua. Not that we cared. Um, that was left in someone's uh, basement uh, of their townhouse for like a month to six weeks. Uh, and she's got all kinds of issues. She's just a weird little dog. Um, but we're working on them and we love her to death and we can get past these problems. But I can understand someone not wanting to have to take on those problems, especially if they have young kids or a certain situation where they can't have an unreliable dog. So I understand both sides. Yeah, I... Uh... Like if you want a certain dog, hey, cool for you. I know Tenor's picking up a super expensive poodle because he's, you know, he's the type of guy that drinks tea with the pinky out. <laughs> but I, I just personal thing, right? Like I would never buy from a breeder. Half of it is the part about like health. The other part is like there's a bunch of dogs out there that are going to end up getting put down if somebody doesn't take them. Um, I still am a little bit selfish in that. Like anytime I've rescued a dog, I've always made sure they're a year or younger. So even if there are like behavioral issues, I can fix that before they're super right. ingrained. Right, right, exactly. So you can understand. Like I, I, if someone takes on like a four or five or a six year old dog, more power to them. I feel I have a lot of respect for that person, but I don't think it's wrong not to want to do that and to want not to want to pick up someone else's potential problems. Um, 
and it's different, like, of course, I, if you don't. Yeah, and it would be different if I had like so. Say I ended up buying like an acreage or something where I had tons of room for you know having a decent pack of dogs. So if you have like a decent pack of dogs, I'm talking at least like three or four that you've raised and you know that you've gotten all their behavior issues in check. Like you can introduce something that's a little bit older that may have some issues because dogs generally do a pretty good job of policing themselves in a pack. So then it makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And we're actually starting to see this a little bit with our dogs. Um, Sadie, our pit bull, a trial mix is a very mellow dog. Um, Lulu is a fucking nutcase and uh, Lulu will often run around and do things like, you know, uh, grab stuff out of Sadie's mouth. When Sadie wants to play with someone, Lulu always has to interrupt it and, you know, be a part of it and yada, yada, yada. And Sadie's been pretty mellow about that. The last couple of days, um, every once in a while, Sadie will fucking go nuts and I'll start to start chasing down Lulu and basically beating the fuck out of her. Uh, she keeps, uh, uh, Lulu's a chihuahua weighs about 13, 14 pounds. No, actually probably about 12 pounds. Sadie, it weighs 16 pounds and is like shorter than her. So she's just like a little fucking ball of muscle. So she'll knock Lulu down and basically hold her down and growl at her until Lulu comes to fuck down. And it's working. Lulu is starting to uh, give Sadie a little more respect every day uh, rather than just fucking acting like a nutcase and trying to steal from her and things like that. So I'm seeing what you're talking about right as we speak. Hey, Tanner, how you doing, boss? What's going on, boys? Boys. <laughs> Winning. <sighs> Winning. So, so what's <laughs> your opinion talking, on this? I, I don't have an opinion. Why aren't we talking about gay clubs and butt sex? I Jesus don't know. Jesus Christ, guys. This fucking podcast is flat. <laughs> well, well, we figured we'd wait for the expert. not in the chat, so we can't, you know, give him those overtones so that oh, he's done. the cock doesn't, you know, boil over. Oh, he's fucking done with this fucking show, man. He he <laughs> is he is not true. impressed. He is not impressed with cock talk. Well, come on, it's part it's it's part of the show. It's uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he'll be back, man. So how'd your day go, Tanner? Uh, I was good, man. I rode uh rode rode mountain bike today, so I got a good ride in. I hit three PRs on my mountain bike ride because I'm a geek and have Strava, so. It tells me how fast I'm going up up certain sections of hills and down other se- sections of hills and shit. So I did uh did pretty good with that. And then other than did that, did you share it with the soccer- other soccer moms? Yeah, I did actually in our minivans at the at the bottom of the hill at the foot of the hill. Awesome. I bet they <laughs> we were pull proud. Up, yeah, we pull up 69 uh in our caravans, and uh, we just you know we compare Strava numbers. Hell yeah! What's oh, going on, here? Hey, no, I just uh, wanted to call in late. Are you guys all done with the transgender talking? I'm assuming you guys did earlier or what? Oh, no, we're just getting started. Uh, okay, see you guys later. Have a good one, brother. <laughs> yeah, man, what's up, boys? How you doing, boss? How'd your day go? Ah, busy. Fucking just crunching some numbers for work. I just fucking finished 10 minutes ago. So, all good. They have right math now, in Canada? Right. We kind of invented math, uh... You know that, right? I think that was the Asian. I thought that was the Arabic, actually. You know what oh, else they got somebody... in Canada? What's Gay that? clubs. <gasps> no. <laughs> you, you, really? You, you would know, man. I've never been to one. So. Oh, man. You should try. You, you, I should take you to one one time. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be scared, homie. 
Oh, I'm not afraid. I just uh, like the female ass, right? So. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, shit. So we were talking about dogs and whether it's better to get a rescue or a breeder or get from a breeder. And we know you're actually getting a dog soon uh, there, Tanner. Um, do you, but in general, do you have a preference or did it just work out that way this time? Uh, preference as far as either adopting uh, uh, a or dog rescue, that needs a home. Re or rescue or going to a breeder. Um, see the thing, I don't know where, like what it is, uh, or what it's like where you guys live, but anymore, um, and, and my brother's, uh, animal control and he's a shelter manager at SPCA here locally. And anymore, you're still spending a couple hundred dollars to, to, mm -hmm. to rescue someone else's mess. I, I know I shouldn't talk about animals like that, but most of the time, in my opinion, somebody's dog is there because they fucked them up right from the jump street. Yep. And I don't want to have to, I have a hard enough time training myself, let alone training an animal and then trying to untrain an animal's bad habits because of a shitty owner and then retrain it. I, I I'm not interested in all that. I can understand that. How about you, uh, uncle Canada? Um, you, we haven't actually talked to you much about pets. So I don't even know if you have any. No, I, I, I grew up with dogs. To be honest, I can't fuck cats. Dogs are just unbelievable. Um, I, again, that tenor hits it like the nail on the head uh, in regards to you don't you really don't know what you're going to get at a shelter, uh, what the dog's been through, and it, there's so much more work and effort you got to put in, right? And it's a risk. So mm -hmm. you could put the fucking work and effort in, and the dog can still be all fucked up, right? So. I'd go, I'd go with uh, a breeder. Uh, it's going to cost your money, but at least you know what you're getting. Right, right. right. So, so there's actually there's good uh, points for each side of the argument. And really, it comes down to your individual situation and the individual dog. Uh, and clearly, we're not talking about animals where we know the history. If I knew someone's dog for years and years and they passed away or something happened, and I knew they were a good dog, obviously, I would take them if the situation warranted it. Um but like you guys said, I'm not really interested in picking up an older animal that's going to have issues and trying to fit in the, hit him into my household. Uh, I'd much rather have a fresh slate to try to work with. All right. I guess that's all we got to say about that. No. <laughs> okay, you no, guys, gonna, do you guys have no, anything you want to talk about? No, I was going to say it also depends on, on the breed of the dog too, right? Some dogs that are fucked up. Uh, some dogs just breeds in general are hard to – you know what I'm saying? Hard, hard, uh, it depends on the breed, like, you know, a lab versus a pit bull or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that breed comes into importance as well, right? So when you get a dog from uh, that was potentially abused and maybe a harder breed, to, you know, just in general to kind of, you know, introduce into your home, that's another factor. Well, who's uh, thinking of getting a dog? Tanner? Yeah, I, go, I have yeah. a – we have a – whoa, shit. Uh, um, we have a 10 year old standard poodle who's, uh, just awesome, absolutely awesome dog. And my wife had him before I met her and I didn't realize, you know, you think a poodle, you think of this frou frou little freaking dog. This dog is, is 70 pounds of muscle with a thick neck and he's, he's athletic as hell. He's smart as hell. Um, so he, and he's still very active at 10 years old, but we, we wanted to get introduce another dog into the household while he was still viable while he's not you know, the old dog in the corner just sitting on his bed. He still gets around. He still runs with us and hikes and stuff. So um, now is about the perfect time to, to introduce a new dog into the household so that the new dog can kind of learn from uh, from Anton, the older dog. Nice, nice. 
Oh, what do and, you guys want to talk about? Fuck. What else? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna let you know the the name of the of the new puppy is going to be. You guys, you guys watch Strongman. You remember Magnus for Magnuson? You guys remember that guy? Yeah, yeah. He was one of the original Icelandic yeah. guys, right? Yeah, exactly. So the the name of this dog is is Magnus for Poodleson. For real. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, nice manly name for a nice manly dog. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. So yeah, uh, that's about all I got, guys. If you guys get another topic, we got a, another five or ten minutes, or we can call it done. It's up to you guys. We're not ending this shit early. That's not a thing, Jay. Um, beyond that, it, it okay, looks okay, like they finally uh, they finally. <laughs> put out the fights for next weekend oh did they because yeah that was looking pretty uh is this ufc 250 no no this is a fight night next weekend and then the week after that is 250 i think that one's still kind of a skeleton card yeah yeah because yeah apparently at one point they only had like three or four things listed okay yeah this is uh this saturday well yeah it looks like they, it is formed up pretty good huh but yeah, pull them up and let's, let's talk about it all right yeah, how about you read through those names jay Oh God! Why don't make me do this, dude? <laughs> why don't you go ahead and read through the names, dude? All right, we can start with the main event. I think we already know kind of what that is, but that was uh, Tyron Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. Hmm. Um, if Woodley is anything like he has, you know, like his peak, it shouldn't even be a hard fight for him, really. Yeah, yeah I got isn't an easy fight. I got Woodley. When's, when's the last time Woodley fought? Oh God! And uh, he, when he lost, last, yeah, March yeah, yeah, two thousand nineteen. So it's been uh, more than a year. Holy shit! Yeah, fuck. That's a that's a long layoff, man. He actually, you know oh, what? Yeah. He doesn't fucking fight that often. His last his last four fights uh, are March of two thousand seventeen, July of two thousand seventeen, September of two thousand fucking eighteen, and then March of two thousand nineteen. So God, the mm. guy. Well, he had an injury in there somewhere, didn't he? Well, yeah, yeah shoulder still. surgery, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Now, now I, Burns I, regardless, are, are all five, all, all four wins. I, I got Woodley by uh, Homelander style racism. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. He's just going to come out and say boy over and over again. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, the quality of the current drops really quick after that, doesn't it? Yeah, so it looks like the co-main event is uh, Blogov Ivanov versus Augusto Sakai. And I've oh, never Jesus heard of either of those fuckers. Christ. We're not even going to be able to make picks. I don't know who the fuck those guys are. Yeah. Um, pass. I, so <laughs> I, I think Ivanov should win. So he was a pretty big... Wasn't he the guy that was a pretty big deal in uh, Bellator and like basically just sat on the sidelines for a while trying to get out because they really didn't have a heavyweight division for a while? Oh, well, they've, it's funny that I've never really heard of him because all of them are fought people I've heard of. Uh, like uh, Ivanov lost to Lewis, then he won to some guy that I don't know, but then he won versus Rothwell, and then uh, his loss before that was versus Dos Santos. And the other guy, his win versus some guy named Tibera, a win versus Olofsky, a win versus Chase Sherman, and a loss versus Chet Congo. So I'm actually surprised I've never heard of these guys because they've been fighting people that I know. Yeah, I say yeah. I think he is the Bellator guy then. But yeah, with this, I we don't have to make picks tonight. Obviously, we'll do that next week. But uh, yeah, so that looks like that's the co-main uh, next fight: Kevin Holland versus Daniel Rodriguez. I don't know either guy, 
Yeah, this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's, uh, Jay, is, Jay is, is your wife talking dirty in the background? What's going on over there? Uh, a little bit, actually. <laughs> oh, dude, a little dirty birdie, Mrs. Passive Jay. Yeah, she's trying to fuck with you while, while I'm doing my show. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, yeah, but the card deteriorates. There's a couple women's fight out, women's fight there, out Yeah, there. there's a couple names on here. Um, like Mackenzie Dern is fighting. We'll see if she can make weight. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's a fat um, fatty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Other the, women's fight is Caitlin Chukagian versus Antonina Shevchenko, so Valentina's sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And who uh, famously lost to uh, my friend Roxanne, uh, although she's pulled off a win since then. Uh, so it's uh, that that one. Uh, it, they're hard to tell with those fights. Uh, yeah, I keep on looking down. Tim uh, Elliott's fighting. Um, yeah. Not a not a huge name, but obviously he had that pretty good showing against Demetrius years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Louis Smoka is fighting, and that's about it. Yeah, that card's garbage. I mean, looks like they kind again, of blew their load with 249. Yeah, now once again, it doesn't mean it's not going to be a great show. There's all kinds of uh, times where you, the people that you've never heard of uh, put on great fights, and it's almost the norm at this point. Uh, but still, I'm not, I have no great excitement for this card. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Like, hopefully, it is one of those just extremely exciting cards, and then you actually learn who some of these people are because they actually surprise you. If not, it could be a long, long six and a half hours. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> are we committing to this? Or is that what we're talking about now? <laughs> we said we were doing all the Saturday shows, right? Yeah, I guess we did. So, or at least until I'm back to work. And uh, since no one from my work called me today, uh, I have a feeling I'm not going back to work on Wednesday like I was hoping. Uh, I'm going to have to send uh, a message to one of my bosses just to make sure. But that's not a good sign. You would think they would have called the, me if they wanted to come the back. The real main event of the weekend is actually coming on Sunday. Well, Remember, next Sunday is Superhuman Live. Oh, shit. That's right. We're going to live cast that. Didn't, did it, doesn't it end up happening during our show anyways or some shit like that? I don't know. It's either right. It's right around the same time. It's certainly not going to be six hours of him jumping through things. Oh God! What damn, is I hope Superhuman it is. Live? Oh my God! Holy shit! Go ahead and tell Ryan. Is this is this the dude? Is this the dude that jumps off things? and goes fuck this shit or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Okay, yeah. So he's doing. What? Yeah, he's doing a live stream where he's going to do some of his live stunts, which will involve him jumping off something high through something absolutely ridiculous and then moaning he's, like he's dying, which is he's gonna incredibly break something. entertaining. Oh, <laughs> I was surprised he hasn't already, to be honest with you. If we could see like a Corey Hill, except the way he does it, it's generally like an, an elbow drops, like a Corey Hill arm break. Oh, oh, oh I, don't, I don't want that. But apparently he's going to have all kinds of other entertainment and other, uh, like maybe oh, music. Or something I got like it. It's I got a quick special. story. Okay, go ahead. go ahead. We'll finish off with an awesome story from Tanner. All right, regarding a Corey Hill arm break. Um, so I get I get called I get I get called for a uh, for a shoplifter, right? And I go down, and it's me and my buddy. We're riding Class A. I go down, uh, so we're driving, and I see the um, it comes over the radio that the uh, proprietor of the store is is chasing this guy down the road. So we see him. Hold on, let me move. These kids are gonna be in the background. Hold up. Uh, let me move inside. Yeah. So 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 we go. Uh, 
we go down to the village and sure shit we see the the store owner and he's waving us down and screaming he stole he stole he stole and we're like okay so we spin around and we, we approach the guy and we're like hey uh he's and he's walking away from us he's, he's all dressed in camouflage um i think he had a hood up he, you know, just kind of shady he walks away from us. We tell him to stop. He doesn't stop. Finally, you know, you, you raise your voice a little bit. You know, you, 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 you dispense with the pleasantries. The, uh, sir, can you come talk to me, please? Pretty soon it's like, hey, fucking stop. So he stopped. He's like, what? And he go, we go, dude, just come here for a minute. We need to talk to you. You know, it was reported that you stole something from the, from the grocery store. He's like, I didn't fucking steal anything. Yeah, I, I got, I got everything. I got, I got, I got receipts. I got everything. So we're like, cool, just come over here. He's like, you know what? Fuck this. And he had a backpack. So he, he, we're within arm's distance of him at this time. And he goes, you know what? Fuck this. And he reaches real quick into his backpack. Well, you know, <laughs> we can't have that. I don't know if he's reaching for a gun. He's reaching for a knife. I don't know what the fuck he's reaching for. So we grab him up and kind of two-person per escort him because we don't know what he's grabbing for. Um, so he starts, he starts to resist and he, he pins his, his arm on one side between himself. We get him to the, to the car and he, and he pins his, his, one of his left arm in between himself and the cruiser. So I, I, I reach in, I, you know, I reach in to pull that arm out, right? Like, you know, like a, say we're going to bar arm somebody. So I reach in to pull that, that arm out in between himself and the, in the cruiser. And next thing you know. Holy shit, man. His, his, his humerus fucking completely spiral fracture snaps. So as I'm pulling it out, it obviously has tension on it because I'm pulling it. I'm pulling it out from underneath him. And when it snaps, it snaps so hard that it, he, he basically punched himself in the back of the head with his own arm. It went snap. and he Dude, so I'm holding him. And this guy didn't even realize it. He, he didn't see. He had... Uh, predisposed health condition or something because honestly guys I would tell you if I was being an asshole and being rough this, with this guy I was not I didn't bend it it wasn't even barely behind his back before it snapped um, I was not being abusive whatsoever um, so the guy sits there and I'm holding his arm and I get like up by the bicep, by the and, bicep. I, and I, so I guys, can, I can oh okay go ahead and let uh, okay, Ken finish the story sir Hello. Finish the story. All right. So, um, so, um, I can't talk with that background. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. You'll you'll have to call back when you have uh, headphones on. Sorry about that. Tenor, go ahead. Yeah, the echo that goes pretty bad. Sorry, dude. I wasn't being a dick. I just could. I can't. I got weird thing with background noise. Okay. So, um, so it's I'm holding him by the bicep, and I can feel the bones, the sharp shards of the bones broken, grating against one another in his arm and it was it was the guy didn't even know he was mental he didn't even know his arm was broke i mean he didn't even realize it until until i i called immediately for for an ambulance and um yeah it was that was the worst thing ever that that sucks so bad i got sued for a million dollars the chief got sued for a million dollars. Everybody who was there got sued for a million dollars. I think it got settled out of court for like 60,000, but you want to, you know, you want to know the kicker. Hmm. The, the kicker was the, 
the manager of the store who was chasing him, who said he stole, he stole, he stole. He didn't even see him steal. Someone reported it to him. He didn't even have eyes on. He witnessed nothing. And it turns out the fucking guy didn't steal anything. He had a receipt for all goods purchased. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Yeah, God dude. I was, I, I was, listen, I was acting in good faith. You know, I, I had reasonable cause to believe a crime was committed and the guy standing in front of me committed that crime. You know what I mean? The fact that he reached into his bag and then started resisting, you know, that sucks, but the guy never stole anything. Oh, Jesus. Which is shitty. So, so the worst part is check, check out how much of of a cool asshole my boss is. He was, he was at an army Navy game when this all went down the whole weekend. And usually when something goes on, he's good for a call. He'll call you. Hey man, tell me what went on. You all right? Is everything good? Nothing. I get no call three days, three days. I I hear nothing from this guy. I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm going to be disciplined, possibly fucking, um, you know, put out on leave or fired. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. So I come into work. I was working three to 11 at the time. And it was like the Monday after this happened. I think this happened on a Friday and he was out of town all weekend and he was out of town when it happened. I come in Friday and after not hearing from him, I'm like, oh shit, I'm fucked. So I come in, I see him in the hallway right outside of his office. He goes, hey, what's up, man? And he holds out his hand for me to shake his hand. I went to shake his hand. He goes, oh, fuck, you broke it. And he like started limp. I was like, oh, you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> so he, yeah. he, he got me. <laughs> Guy. Well, that's a great story, man. I mean, a horrible. It's a horrible story, but obviously, but it's a great story as well. Uh, well uh, folks, yeah, I'm going to call it. A, I'm going to call it a show. Uh, if nothing else, uh, I need to run to the restroom. So, unless you guys want to talk amongst yourselves for ten or fifteen minutes till I get back, now's probably a good time to call it a show. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, if, if, you, if you guys want to talk amongst yourself and have topics for ten or fifteen minutes, I have no problem at all leaving you guys alone. Oh, I just, shoot the shit, I'm, not boys. Sure guys, I'm not sure if you guys want to do that or not. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, yes, I do. Correct. Get, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Think okay. Go. I'm going to mute it. Uh, uh, hopefully, I won't take more than five or ten minutes. Uh, you guys talk. All right. Wash your, hey, you're, wash your hands when you're done. <clears throat> if you were any kind of man, you'd take that microphone into the fucking bathroom with you like I do. That's it. I know. Goddamn. I got a powerful Push stream. Down, you guys we know got, that. We, you do have a, a, a solid, solid stream there. We've heard it many a times. Yep. Turns grad on. That's what I heard. Well, oh, that's gosh. all that workout your prostate gets. <laughs> I'm just busting balls, grad. I know, brother. I know. You know I love you. I love you too, man. So uh, <laughs> plans for the week. Plans for the weekend, boys. What the fuck's up? Didn't we just talk about this like yesterday? I think we did, we did yeah. Today's Friday, right? So it's fucking one day close. Reality, reality's almost kicking in. Um, yeah, fuck. So long weekend. Uh, I guess did anybody go on the beach and all that shit? Like, I don't even know what the hell is going on. I know certain areas of the states, well, it's going to be unbelievable, right? So you guys yeah, it was yeah. it was damn nice today. Like, I, I'll probably yeah. at least take the dogs out tomorrow to a small chunk of beach and just let them run wild. Yeah, it was probably the best three-day stretch that we've had in a long time in upstate. You know, Wednesday, Thursday, and today has been absolutely gorgeous. It's going to rain here in a minute, I'm pretty sure, but I don't care. The day's over with. I got my bike ride in, 
and I'm feeling pretty good about it. Well, that we're starting to get to get close to the temperature that rain isn't that big of a deal anyway. If you have temperatures in like the mid 80s, like I think that's the only time you'll hear my fat ass be like, "Hey, I might go for a run." Oh Jesus, a run, huh? Yeah, like maybe like you know, two or three yards. <laughs> See, you know, you know, the only I love bike season. I'm I'm in full on bike mode. I've built bikes for people. I've uh, this year already. I built my own bike. Did a uh, this year. I usually do one or two bike projects a year, and now I'm riding bike. But the only thing that kind of sucks about it, I'm getting good cardio, but I tend to use that as an excuse that that's my workout. And I'm lifting, I'm down to lifting like two days a week now, but I'm biking like four days a week. So I'm, I'm kind of missing out on, on the gym time that I should be getting, but it's like, I kind of, I make the excuse that the, that the ride is my workout. So you're going to get like the reverse leg day skipper going on, or you're going to have gigantic legs and your, your upper body's just going to shrivel away. I, I highly doubt my upper, upper body will shrivel away to nothing, but yeah, I'm definitely getting in, in more more uh, more leg work than I am upper body for sure. What are you doing, Grad? Are you working out right now? Yeah, well, the thing is, uh, I I used to work out three four days a week because of this. So the job I do, I, I got to crunch a lot of numbers and all that bullshit. And so uh, I work in the automotive industry, and they just started launching uh, plants throughout North America. So. Feeling like shit, so I work up work out about two times a week, uh, heavy, you know, weight wise and stuff. But yeah, I really, well, I, I got to get back into the cardio just to get my fucking head cleared. You know, just go for a little jog, or even I was gonna say about the bike thing because I'm a taller dude, so it's uh, obviously not as bad on the joints and the knees and stuff. So I got to, I'm looking at buying maybe maybe a nice bike. I don't know yet. What type of biking you want to do? You want to do more road stuff or, 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 uh, full on in the woods, you know, doing crazy mountain bike stuff. No, like a crossbreed between a speed bike and a mountain bike. You know what I'm saying? So it's something that I, again, I I know there's expensive bikes out there. Something where I can just do either or. Right. So he just wants a 10 speed huffy. <laughs> you know, people used to back in the day. People used to take ten speeds and flip the the handlebars upside down, and that's what the the first mountain bikes were, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know fuck. nothing about bikes. God, it's probably been like fifteen years since I was on like an actual bike. Oh, I fucking love yeah. it, man. There, it it's still does. Better. Still, no, go I was ahead. Say it's a lot. It's, it's a lot better for you, though, uh, Ryan. Instead of running, though, right on the joints. I, I'm pretty sure, especially as you get older, right? The impact of blood. Well, like, obviously, for cardio, I have an assault bike. But I'll do that. Mm. But that's not like riding an actual bike. That's sitting there in place questioning my decisions in life. Mm. Okay. Yeah. You know, it still doesn't replace grappling. It still doesn't replace being on a mat. I mean, I I went over, you know, my my love affair with – jujitsu as well as with men grad but anyways uh i've went over my my love affair with jujitsu in in nothing i've found i've tried to replace with all sorts of different stuff i mean bikes come kind of close but it, it's just you can't replace the the cardio and the feeling you get after grappling and dominating on a mat it's just you can't there's nothing that replaces it for me well thing is, besides buckle shorts yeah well, 
No, with the gi as well, right? You're fucking, you're, you're going to tend to, I'm assuming you train gi or no gi? Uh, both. Uh, I was okay. primarily no, I was no gi for four years before I even put a gi on. Um, and quite frankly, I'm actually better no gi than I am in a gi. Um, you know, grips are a motherfucker, man. You get somebody that's got good, solid grips and you can't, I could, it's hard to launch offense on people like that because you're constantly breaking grips. You're on the defense right from the jump and you, I'm just constantly breaking grips. Yeah. No, I was, yeah, say I was always was the same game. way. I was a, I was a big no-gi guy. Just cause I think probably because I've been wrestling since I turned like four years old. Mm-hmm. Like it's closer to wrestling being out there with no geeks. Yeah, like it, the very first time I put the gi on, I got choked like 30 times in 10 minutes. Yep, yep. And don't get me wrong. I love the gi. Um, it's just it's harder. It, it's harder. And, and it's easier. Um, it's easier when you're going no gi to use strength, uh, athleticism and explosion. Um, and I was more athletic and explosive than I was technical always. I've, I've never been a real technical jujitsu guy. Yeah, it's the same way. Yep. What about you, Grad? Gi or no gi? Ah, thing is, I get my background is judo, so that's basically what I know, right? But uh, yeah, man, look at the transition. I never, I've never done no gi. I've done gi, obviously, with judo, but yeah, I can. I get there's arguments to both sides, right? But gi. Yeah, I always. Yeah, I always liken the, like the difference between no gi and and gi jujitsu to like what what judo is to Greco Roman. You know, you're kind of using those overhooks and underhooks for your leverage points rather than grabbing grabbing lapels and and, and sleeves and stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. So is wrestling really even a thing up where you're at, Grad? Uh actually, so the school that my son went to, high school, his uh, teacher. <clears throat> Was the uh, assistant uh, team uh, assistant uh, captain for Team Canada uh, for the Olympic team? So, um, oh, what's his last name? Anyways, my son wrestled 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 under him for two years. So it is, yeah, yeah. Again, it's so, not as big as you guys. So he was about the the um, level of like a walk on junior college wrestler in America then. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just busting balls, man. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, I, I thought that was a compliment. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, obviously, you guys, you guys are more well known for wrestling. Obviously, with the Midwest and all that stuff, Iowa and all over. So. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling's, especially where Ryan's from. Wrestling's real big. You're from you're from Iowa, right? Yep. We start out. Um, we start out actually before kindergarten. So generally, you're starting as like a four to five year old. Yeah, that's that's, that's madness. Uh, I don't know if I've ever told it on here, but obviously, if you if I'm sure you know who this guy is, uh, Dalton. But if there's any other wrestlers or fan of of uh, USA wrestling, my uh, my one of my coaches in high school was my and he was my also my workout partner because I was a heavyweight was um, was Kyle Dake's father, um, Doug Dake. And Kyle, when he was uh, when he was a toddler, that kid was crawling all over us on the mats. And he's arguably I think there's only three people in the discussion. Kyle Dake is arguably one of the greatest, if not the greatest collegiate wrestler of all time. I mean, you can put uh, you can put um, Kale ahead of him or you can put uh, I guess you could put um, Gable ahead of him. 
But other than that, it's those three for me, and it's a pick 'em as far as I'm concerned. But that kid was crawling on the mats with with uh, with us when I was, you know, a senior or a junior, a senior in, in in high school, and now he's a you know a world champion. And who knows what's going to happen with the Olympics? Um, if the Olympics get canceled, or I mean, this is his window of opportunity right now, and hopefully he didn't already peak because um, he was working towards that goal. Well, that's the only problem for Dake is like so. Yes, he's an absolute monster world champion the difficulty when you get to the olympics is they shrink down the weights the weight classes so right. he's been stuck behind burrows so yep. having to beat burrows that's no small task no it, now might be the time though burrows is getting older um and dake's dake's a lot bigger i mean you, you dake thought he was gonna get to the olympics by uh by um this mm-hmm. last time around when he went up mm-hmm. and went up and then ran into freaking Jaden Cox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone hates it when you run into a cock. <laughs> Except grad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jaden Cox, the guy, the, the guy sweats freaking gravy. Have you ever seen a mat after he's wrestled? It's unreal. That guy sweats grease. <laughs> it's amazing how much he improved outside of college. Like he always seemed like an underachiever at Missouri mm-hmm. like yep. he still did well he still had a national championship but like no one saw him coming out and just dominating the world like he is that kid's just a freak athlete yeah he is and what did he take he took uh he took bronze right ah in the olympics last time around i have to look i don't remember what he took yeah yeah and then snyder is snyder done or is he still going to get hit hard oh no He's absolutely still there. Interesting. Freaking monster. So what are we talking about? I've got round like two coming in a couple minutes. Really <laughs> amateur wrestling, Jay. Oh. Yeah, the only guy that really kind of matches up with Snyder is Sadalev, and he's just an mm-hmm. absolute monster. Yeah, he crushed him last time they wrestled, though, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That stuck him, right? Wasn't the, yeah, that wasn't the best showing for, for Snyder. No. Interesting. And yeah, it was a bronze, bronze in 2016. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. I think it's P- funny that PJ, uh, PJ's P- go ahead. PJ's trying to no, I was gonna say PJ's trying to end the show. Fuck, go take a shit again if you gotta take a shit. What the fuck's wrong? <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, I, I was fine. And now, they're, all, they're all of a sudden like the last 20 minutes or so. It's like everything needs to leave. I thought I was done, and as soon as I sit back down again, it's like you know you're not done at all. No, I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead and keep on talking. Yeah, what I thought was interesting in the in the 2016 Olympics is uh, uh what's it Frank the kid from Penn State Molinero he actually ended up going to the Olympics and uh, obviously it was a different weight class but uh, Dake used to own that dude at what was it 45 or something or what what is a weight class I don't even know the the uh, international or the uh, college weight like classes anymore the 41 where that might be. But yeah, it's funny that uh, I think Dake beat him the only time. I don't know if Molinero actually won a national championship. I know Dake beat him in the finals, crushed him in the finals one year. And it turns out Molinero is the one that actually went to the Olympics. So, um, you know, he's got that up for him. Yeah, he won. Uh, I think he won one. I think he won Did in he? 2012, maybe. Okay. It, was at, uh, it was at 149. I just looked it up. There you go. All right. He was a beast, dude. Molinero was a little... He was like a little Sean Shirk type character. 
Yeah, I was surprised that he ended up making that Olympic team. Like, he wasn't yeah. necessarily favored to take that weight class. But speaking no. about guys, we had talked before about, like, just feeling absolutely helpless with a high-level athlete. So mm. in high school, our coach was a good friend with the Iowa State coach, and that was mm. when Kale Sanderson was in his run. Yeah, He brought Kale Sanderson into a practice, and I've never felt so helpless just getting thrown around like a goddamn child. Oh, I, I, I bet. I was weighing about 230. I was cutting to 215. And he was wrestling, what, 191. And that mm -hmm. guy felt like he was twice as strong as me. Well, I heard, I've never met the guy, but I, I know people who have met him. And they said his hands are just unreal. Like they're, they're freaking huge and they're stupid strong. And it's just like he's not even like a normal human being. Yeah, he's stupid strong and ridiculously fast. Like, he is on a single, and he can keep attacking it like no one I've ever seen. Yeah, his, did he ankle pick you at all? He did everything he wanted to me. <laughs> nice. I, I'm sure the chat's sick of uh, our amateur wrestling hour here. <laughs> yeah, like, I think we're two of, what, the, like, 3,500 fans in the world? Yeah, yeah, if that. <laughs> so what's up, Jay? What's up, Grad? Uh, Jay went to go take a shit again. He left his uh, mic next to uh, his speaker. You can hear a slight echo. <clears throat> oh shit! The fuck, Jay? So what do you? What are you? Where are you at, Grad? Are you done with Muay Thai? I know you said your body's broke up from judo, and I get that because judo is a motherfucker. Um, are you done with Muay Thai as well? No, I've never trained with a PJ. I trained Muay Thai. I've never trained Muay Thai. I trained a little bit of karate. Oh, I thought you trained Muay Thai as well. My bad. No, no, no. I wish. No, no. I kind of wish. Like when I, in retrospect, I kind of wish I did that based on my reach and that. But no, I was karate about a year. Nothing really. Yeah. Major. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Yeah, I trained. I did a little bit of Muay Thai, but I'm not built for Muay Thai. And plus, we did. We went over one class. All we did was was stuff from the plum and that fucked my neck up so bad it was an hour of this gorilla hanging from my fucking head and it, it my neck was fucked for like a month after that wow. yeah i'm good on muay thai training <laughs> but the real question is like how should you really practice muay thai is it the dutch way or the thai way uh, <laughs> uh, oh shit I, straight was like i think he's fucking with you grad i'm like how am i fucking with him i'm asking us question oh <laughs> uh, you remember that grad no <laughs> it was it was during it was during the first the first fight companion and uh, I, I had asked you oh, a question because yeah. we, we were talking about Muay Thai, and I asked you a question because oh, Muay Thai, our Dutch I style, and Thai style. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, we I, we all we all were, man. Not just you. It's all good, brother. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, I, I I think I think I'm done. Should we just just hang up and leave the podcast running, or what are we doing? Uh, where the, where I, the fuck I, is Jay? Where do you think? He's pooping. He said I he think was he got, done. I think he got mad. Round two. No, no, he's taking a shit. He doesn't get mad. No, I think he got mad because he came back and he, he's surprised that we were still here. And then he was going to end the show and he didn't want to end the show. So I think he just left. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, I guess this it. is going to be a long one. There's yeah, PJ. fuck it. Is PJ back or what? No, I thought I heard him. No, the poopening. Oh, shit. All right, guys. Um, all right. Let's go. God damn it, Tenor. I said this in the thread. Why didn't you tell me the newest season of Bosch had Sovereign Citizens? Oh, I didn't know you were into Sovereign Citizens, man. Yeah. How, how, many epi- how many episodes are you in? Uh, so today, in amongst a bunch of conference calls, I binged like six episodes. So I'll nice. be done with the season by like halfway through tomorrow. Yep. It's fucking Bosch is amazing. Like I said, I know, you know, when I said on the, on the one, uh, on the thread about the wire, I know the wire is amazing. It's supposed to be amazing. I just, so it's just not hooking me yet. And you said just, you got to get through the first season, right? Well, it's kind of interesting. So like after the cer- first season, you're going to be completely hooked. Then you're going to go into the second season. You'll be like, what the fuck happened to the show? But then if you watch three and four, you're like, oh, the second season was actually really good. I just didn't understand it yet. Okay. Yeah. I uh, weird shows like that. We just got introduced. We were watching. My wife and I were watching it last week after we finished Bosch. And we just got introduced to Omar. Um, Like like, uh, only the second episode of him being in it. So we just got introduced to that cat. He likes, I guess he, he's gay and likes to rob people. Um, Omar is so, one of the greatest characters in TV history. That's, that's what I've heard. I've heard that about him. Um, but yeah. And every time we went, we were like, what do you want to watch? You want to watch wire? I'm like, no, it's just, it's almost like work. So we got into uh, Jack Ryan, which is actually really, really good. I'm into that pretty hardcore right now. Yeah, hey, still I still haven't gotten to that one. Sure. Yeah, so my girl. So my girlfriend mentioned to me about Jack Ryan. I watched the yes. She mentioned that one as well as uh, fucking uh, what's his name, Billy, Billy Ray Thornton. I guess he's got something as well. Billy Ray Bi- something or other. Billy Ray Cyrus. No, oh, the guy that was Billy married Bob to uh, yes. Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> yeah, what show has he got? Has he got like a Netflix show as well or something? Oh, there's a show where he's like a lawyer or something. Yeah, yeah. God, what's it called? But it was pretty good. I've seen it, Brad. It's worth watching. Yeah, I've never seen that. She told me, yeah, you got to watch Jack Ryan and that one as well with the lawyer. Thing, yeah, so. Jack Ryan. I, I just started the second the second season. I think there's only two, two seasons out. The first season is fucking great. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely should watch that one. And if you haven't watched Bosch, there's six seasons of that, and it's freaking awesome. So, Tenor, what are your thoughts on the Shield? Never saw it. What? I never saw it. I think that's probably another one. You, I didn't watch it until, God, probably two or three months ago, and I finally got into it. And that is, that's probably the best cop show I've ever seen. And apparently, it's it rings true in a lot of ways. And that's that Michael Chiklis cat, right? Yeah, I I've heard of it, but I've never never even seen it. I just I don't have TV. I mean, we have TVs in the house, but obviously I got Netflix and Hulu. Hulu, but for years I never watched shows ever. You know, I'd watch you know movies here and there, but I just recently got into watching shows. Um, I've got every season of Game of Thrones, and I was into it hardcore for like the first two seasons, and then I stopped. And I never got back into it. And I have all the seasons sitting down in the basement right now. So I, I should probably get back into that at some point. But the problem is I've already watched the first two two seasons. So I don't want to start where I left off because it's been many years. 
but it's almost like work having to go back and watch those first two seasons to catch me back up because I've already seen them, but I need, I would need to jog the memory a little bit, you know? Yeah. I would say give the shield a chance. Uh, I, that's actually the only reason I bought Hulu because it was on there. Okay. But, uh, it's kind of interesting. It's like a lot of the people on the wire end up being on the shield and some of the people from the shield end up being on Bosch. Yeah, I know uh, the the guy that ends up being chief, the big tall black guy. He's in the he's in the on the wire. Right. Yep. Uh, I forget How what his name is. is he? Really black. Oh, he's black, 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 black. Like like minute bowl, <laughs> minute bowl black. Like almost, he's almost so black he's blue, like navy blue. <laughs> That's and he's like Charlie Murphy, darkness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I miss Charlie Murphy so much. He had so many great bits on the Chappelle show. All the different things he talked about, uh, different celebrities uh, that he met. Um, I don't know if you guys ever looked it up. In addition to the uh, like stuff on Chappelle show, Charlie Murphy wrote a whole bunch of like articles and letters about different uh celebrities like he's got a whole bunch of ones on uh prince look up charlie murphy prince stories there's way more than just the uh, one that they had on the Chappelle show they're pretty funny when prince Ooh. beat him in basketball and then gave him pancakes yeah yeah well yeah that's yeah but he has one like i read about uh uh meet, running into prince at the uh, bus stop uh prince wasn't going anywhere he was just hanging out at the bus stop and then he, a story about like how he'd ask him for ten dollars for bus uh for taxi fare and and Charlie Murphy didn't even want to get into reason why Prince is walking around with no money. And yeah, it's just a really, some really funny stories. And he's got a couple of you of them. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. All right. I, uh, I got to get going, yeah, boys. Yeah. I All think right, we've run this one into the ground. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> about that guys. I didn't mean to abandon you. It, 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 it was necessary though. <laughs> I guess right. we'll talk tomorrow. Excellent. Well, I want to thank Tanner and Grad for calling in as always. I want to thank the random guy that tried to call in but didn't have headphones. So try again again sometime other, uh, buddy. <laughs> uh, we'll be back at 6 o'clock to do this all over again. Uh, Ryan, you got anything? Yeah, two quick things. Uh, number one, everybody keep uh, Jay's colon in your thoughts and prayers. Apparently he's having some issues. <laughs> number two, fuck all y'all. I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. We'll see everybody tomorrow at 6. You guys have a great night. Screw you, hippie!